Welcome to Nostalgia Nights, episode 19. Welcome if this is your first time listening to us. Welcome back if it's not. We're just two ladies talking about emo music. Elder emos, as I like to call it. Yeah, talking about the music that helped us survive <laughs> our youth. My name's Brittany, and I'm here with my sister, Shelby. Say hello. Hello. Hi. Today is very exciting mm-hmm. <laughs> because we're talking about Blink-182. Self-titled or untitled, however you want to, you know, go about that. <laughs> There's always discourse about it on the yeah, internet. Yeah, I have it in the history. <laughs> yeah, so exciting. When I was listening to this, I just felt so, so many core memories. Mm. You know, like, just, like, coming alive. <laughs> oh, my God, I love that. And I think this album is on my list of, like, albums that are, like, from front to back, literally perfect, but also just, like, album that like i know helped me grow up you know Mm, mm -hmm. and like was pivotal to all that and like other things would be like green days like american idiot or like my chem you know yeah so yeah it's up there so i'm like i have a lot of words (laughs) i know and it's like crazy it took us this long to like cover it I mean, we like we don't have any rhyme or reason of how we pick an album. We're just like, oh, we haven't yeah. done this one yet. Let's do this one. <laughs> um, but I think like we were gonna do this one in our next kind of month stints that we planned. Um, but as mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone has heard by now, like Mark Hoppus um, posted on Twitter like a few days ago. Now at this point, or last week at this point, we're recording um, that he is battling cancer right now and going through chemotherapy mm-hmm. treatments, and so. I was like, you know what? I feel like that's a sign. Let's bump up Blink just for, yes. like, you know, an homage to Mark, an homage to this great mm-hmm. band, because um, he's mm-hmm. a legend in this music industry. And I think that this CD, too, was like a big stepping stone for him and for Blink. Yeah. And so I'm really excited mm-hmm. just to, like, talk about them. And of course, we're, like, wishing Mark, like, just a full and healthy recovery um, and hope he gets really, hope he gets well. Literally so many prayers, good vibes, Mm -hmm. however you put positivity out into the world. Yes. um, For Mark, for sure. And yeah, I'm excited to talk about them. So exciting. Okay. We like to start out with music history. Um, So yeah, take it away. Original Blink-182. Well, not even original. Blink-182 at this moment, (laughs) in this CD, in this era, was is Mark Hoppus on vocals and bass, Tom DeLonge on vocals and guitar, and Travis Barker on drums. Um, so Blink was formed in 1992 in Poway, California, which is like a city of San Diego, which is pretty tiny. It has a population of 49,000 as of 2019. Mm. Um, and Sheesh. so Mark actually is the only consistent band member um, because they had a drummer mm. before Travis, uh, founding drummer Scott Rayon, and then Matt Skiba has replaced Tom DeLonge so mm. far. Um, mm-hmm. After Tom DeLong left, made Angels and Airwaves, another band I'm sure we will talk about at some point. Uh, and so the band has sold over 13 million albums in the U.S. and over 50 million albums worldwide in their career so far. About Blink-182 in 2011, the New York Times quoted, no punk band of the 90s has been more influential than Blink-182. And so, like, obviously, yes, because we literally <laughs> would have no other bands that we've actually covered here before uh, without them. So, <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, and so about Blink-182, the album, like Brittany said, it's also known as Untitled. This is their fifth studio album, released November 18, 2003. Um, and Travis Barker, in his memoir, Can I Say wrote that some people think it's a self-titled album called Blink-22, but Mark has always insisted it's actually untitled. So Mm. we'll go with Mark on this one. Yeah, (laughs) we will. (laughs) After the explosion of Take Off Your Pants and Jacket and Enema of the State, they took time in between to start their families, Mm -hmm. um, participate in side projects like Boxcar Racer and The Transplants. Mm Um, all of which has been linked to the like more experimental, like mature sound that this album has, because this mm. is definitely different than Take Off and mm-hmm. Enema of the State. Um, yeah. Both fans and critics and the band deem it their best work, and Travis mm-hmm. stated that it was the one they were most proud of. Same. I know, because like, we get some iconic singles from this album. Mm-hmm. 
feeling this released in october 2003 i miss you it released in february 2004 down in june 22nd 2004 and always was last single in november 2nd 2004 um and this album obviously has a lot of accolades and awards so it peaked at number three on the billboard top 200 it's certified gold in Argentina, Brazil, Mexico, and New Zealand. It's certified platinum in the UK and the US, and it's certified two times platinum in Australia and Canada. Crazy. That's wild. Well deserved. Yeah, um, of course. And tours, and you can add some if I forgot, but we've seen Blink-22 twice, which I feel like, you know, it's sad, but also <laughs> at the point we were into them, they were this this album kind of got us really, really into them. Like we, of course, yeah. we heard of like all the small things and like all that. Maybe we picked up Enema of, <laughs> of the State before this, but this was like our yeah. CD that really solidified us as Blink fans. So yeah, we saw them on the Honda Civic tour in 2011 with My Chemical Romance. Dude, so sick. Yeah. That was also the one that, um, side note on my chem, where Gerard and Lindsay Way got married at. I know. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, and then we also saw them with uh, All Time Low and A Day to Remember in 2016 at Barclays mm-hmm. Theater. That was like some random tour that they were doing. But the lineup, sick. <laughs> yeah. I saw that tour again in Washington, though, I'm pretty sure. And it wasn't All Time Low. It was All American Rejects that were there oh right right right. they were like switching out that middle band throughout their tour whatever you know uh yeah so i saw uh, again a day to remember i'm pretty sure and all american rejects and blink-182 nice iconic i know and and they were also going to do that co-headliner tour with lincoln park um the summer that chester bennington passed away um, and then that tour got canceled. And so I was going to go to that tour, too, because, like, Blink and Dude, Lincoln yeah. Park. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That would have been so iconic. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> but sad days. That's all I have for history. You want to get into the track list? Uh, yes. <laughs> I honestly, <laughs> when I was, like, going through this, I was like, I have so many notes, so many things to say. <laughs> oh. I'm just like, who knows if this is, is going to be our first episode or something that's coming out in two parts or something <laughs> i don't know <laughs> who knows well, we'll that, see and happens. it's also like a long cd i didn't realize until like yeah. i kind of was taking notes and stuff because like when i listen to it it doesn't feel like it doesn't drag out like long cds yeah. can yeah and i think um also an homage to like the cd to like 182 in general this time and everything like i think it's pretty i think it's kind of important to talk about um or at least mention you know um, their producer Jerry Finn um, he was like a huge pivotal part in like Blink's existence mm. <laughs> um, and then he passed away a few years ago so yeah and I, I was like reading just like little interviews here and there and like I thought it was I, I read an interview with Jerry Finn and there was a question that was asked what did you learn from Blink-182 mm-hmm. and he said I learned about the importance of thinking about the fans while making an album don't be selfish when you make an album because that can be a slap in the face to your audience. Mm. And I think that, like, ugh, that's just so perfect. Because, like, you know, I think a lot of people can get just so, like, zoned in mm, on things mm-hmm. that they don't think about. The people that are, like, listening to the music. Yeah. Um, and I think Blink has done a really good job at mm-hmm. that for forever and ever. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. We can jump into feeling this. Okay. One of the Iconic. best songs. One of the best songs. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, think it's I like was a, so scandalized by this song when I was young. No, I know, and the music video. You know how they're like these people yes. are like making out through the window and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no. Oh my god, one of the best songs. I don't even have words. I I have words on the paper, but I don't even have <laughs> words like <laughs> in me. Yeah. Um, I think it's one of the best Blink tracks that really balances everything that each of them bring to Blink individually. Like balances Tom mm-hmm. and Mark and showcases Travis's drums and like March like Mark always has like a really good bridge when he can kind of sing fast like a rhythmic melody yeah yeah totally I think that this is like 
the perfect Blink single, especially to start out this CD and era. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just so, like, I think musically, even this song is a little bit more evolved mm-hmm. in their, like, punk style and stuff like that. Like, it sounds like Blink, but it's a little bit more mature. But at the same time, they're, like, talking about sex, you know? Yeah, so yeah. So it's, like, a good balance of, like, Blink before and then Blink now and, like, what's going to happen, like, in this next album and things like that. Um, and apparently, I read that, like, uh, like Mark and Tom, like, went into different rooms and, mm-hmm. like, just started writing and, like, they didn't discuss subject matter or anything and they just ended up both writing about sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so then they combined the parts and then it's, like, kind of the lustful side and then, like, the romantic side of everything. Yeah, yeah. I love that. No, me too. I also remember the making of the video of this uh, video. Oh my gosh, yes. And always wishing I could be an extra. Also, random aside, but Five Sauce had a video that was <laughs> basically a knockoff of this video. Wait, yeah. <gasps> Wait, yes. I cannot remember the, the song right now, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's funny. That is crazy. I just realized that when I was watching this, too. I was like, wait, Five Sauce totally did this. And that's five seconds of summer. I, If you know them, Jesus be with you. But like, If you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we will not be talking about no. that. No. <laughs> I don't know. Like, this song also just, I think maybe it's like the quote-unquote romantic parts of, of it. It just, like... I don't know. It just made me remember, like, being young, like, really young, (laughs) listening to this and, like, being, like, scandalized, but also, like, feeling, like, oh, like, cute, you know? Yeah, this song always makes me feel so warm. I'm like, eep. Yeah. It's, like, the feeling you have when you have a crush, like, in middle school or high school. Mm, mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that weird, like, that just, like, fluttery, like, romantic feeling when I was listening to this, I was just, like, getting so fucking emo about everything. <laughs> and That's <laughs> what we're here just for. Like, yeah. was just, like, I don't know. It, it feels like I didn't even realize listening to this back then that how important it was going to be for me to, like, have, like, this song and these romantic feelings, like, come to life for me. And like, especially like with Blink and stuff, like it's, it's so important to me now that like Blink is like such a big part of like my relationship. And like, I didn't know that when I was younger, but like listening back to this, I was like, oh my God, that's so like real for me. (laughs) Oh my God, cute. Um, But yeah, what a great time listening to this song now. Oh my God, that's cute. I love that. Into Obvious, which I think is a really, truly underrated song it definitely wait this yeah this album is so old right like 2003 i it was like the darkness before like the darkness of like 2007 like how we've been talking about for forever yeah yeah it was the beginnings of that (laughs) yeah they really truly did it before everyone else they weren't afraid to like go these darker tones and vibes i think it's interesting to have it as the second song too because it's like very much throwing you into like the darker side of the album Mm -hmm. and i just have like especially after feeling this with like this really bright upbeat song which is like you know standard pop punk and then to go into obvious it's like oh whoa like what's gonna happen here you know and just even thinking about like kind of timeline wise where they blink was already doing these like soft or these like slow darker tones was like 2003 mm-hmm. where everyone was doing what blink had already done like pop mm. punk like really like out there like sunny vibes like that's when like you know good charlotte civil plan were doing what blink already did right fucking just the forefathers just ahead of the curve <laughs> always with this song it's just interesting their songwriting because the chorus is literally two lines but they can just find a way to like make it sound so full and i think all three of them contribute to that it was interesting just thinking about blink and what have you in the past week and i was really thinking about like how all three of these men like have 
such star power. Like they are like front men in their own right. Yes. Yeah, and true. I think that that is what contributes to making them amazing and like one of the best bands on the earth. But it also I also feel like it contributed to their downfall because mm. like you know there's so there's so much there. Yeah. <laughs> and of course like you know Tom has different ideas that he then explored in Asians and Airwaves and then like Mark has other ideas that had like plus 44 and simple creatures and stuff like that and then like Travis had the transplants and like uh, it's just <clears throat> all these different things like when they come together it's really great and but like mm. I could totally see how it can kind of like turn against them a little bit yeah and this is just this album is just like the perfect synergy of all of them like they this was like such a mm-hmm. that's why I feel like this album is such, like such an era of like that pocket yeah. right before their downfall they had one more CD after this and mm-hmm. then Tom left but even Neighborhoods mm-hmm. was like kind of you know they it was starting to all fall apart but there's just something about that era that like was starting to just like it was like a car breaking down this is like when the car's running, yeah. the engine's good, and it's all tuned up, and we're here for the ride. It's there. Yeah. yeah it's perfect. No, yeah, and it's kind of weird <clears throat> if you think about, like, this was their last CD before they broke up, and then they came back together and then did Neighborhoods. Mm. Like, yeah, Neighborhoods is definitely like that, like, just kind of trying to grasp all the pieces that are <laughs> left on the ground and just do something with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but instead, like, you know, this album is the complete opposite of that. Into one of Anyways. the most so- iconic songs, Miss You, I Miss You. This literally has to be, like, the most well-known song, like, in emo history ever. You, like, you cannot meet somebody they don't know this song. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. Everyone has their Tom DeLonge impression to this, you know, that you have to do. <laughs> you have to. Yes, where are you? Yeah, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh god, the song. I to this day as well, I just live for the fucking Jack and Sally um oh Nightmare Before Christmas Stop reference. It. Like I hate myself <laughs> for it to this day that it still makes my heart go eep. Yeah, I want to live like Jack and Sally. Yeah. And have Halloween on Christmas cuz I'm still emo black hearts, you know. I know, gosh, <laughs> our goth asses, dude. Yeah, because like this is like goth vibes. Like even like that's why I really yes. wrote about the music videos. Like this is goth vibes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but it has like some of the most like kind of iconic like emo kind of gothy like lyrics too. Mm, um, mm-hmm. But I said too, like I feel like this is also one of their most like unique songs um because i feel like they truly never did anything like this song before and they really didn't Mm -hmm. do anything like this like after so i think that's Mm -hmm. also why this is like so resonant in people's minds because like when we think blank like we've all we've always thought maybe like first date or like damn it or whatever but like this Mm -hmm. too is also like very blink and i think Mm -hmm. it's another good like mixture of everybody i love travis's like like the little like beat of this song like just constant yeah. throughout and then Mark has that haunting darkness of his voice and then Tom is all yeah. yetting everywhere like, you know Tom <laughs> being <Yeah>. Tom <laughs> yeah but it's, again another great mix no yeah I think it's really interesting because it's like the perfect slow emo song mm-hmm. too where it still kind of has like that like um, pushing rhythmic beat of it though but yeah, I think it's really interesting just like everything that came together for it was like um, that like really classic like guitar riff. It's like, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and the and as you mentioned, drum, the drums with Travis, he, um, he used brushes like mm-hmm. in instead of like um, sticks. And so that also like, gives it a like interesting tone. Um, and then also just at the very end where like, the fir- or before the um, last chorus, there's like little dainty like um, like piano notes, mm-hmm. and there's even like strings that come in mm-hmm. too. I think so. There's just so many different elements that like I yeah I guess you wouldn't think would be like in a Blink song, but it also like but it came in and like all came together you know yeah. to make literally the most iconic song ever. Into violence. Which I think it like, I like how kind of like the dip, it like pulls it out of it because it's like very like, like the beginning of violence. 
It's another good like pop, like like punk yeah. roots version. No, yeah, this is the one with like um, in the verses, mm-hmm. Tom and Mark have layer have their voices layered, mm-hmm. and it's like Mark has like that super low like I guess singing. He's almost kind of like talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, like those two things layered together is like so mysterious. Yeah, yeah. You know. It's, like, kind of, like, quiet and, like, low-key, and then it just, like, fucking punches you in the face Mm -hmm. in the chorus. It's my favorite part. So I feel like this is kind of a perfect balance of the weird, like, things that they were trying to do with this album, and then also Blink. Oh, yeah, for sure. classic Blink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They also have, like, a random video to this, which is just, like, a black and white random, like, kind of jam video that I also Mm. really think captures, like, this song vibe really well like it's definitely like the more punky sound you can like be in the little like room and in the crowd in the pit you know plus i think it leads even though it is like punky it has that darker tone that leads really well into the stockholm syndrome interlude because it like i love the guitar like winds down and then it's like ding 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 yeah oh my gosh those those notes literally just rip my insides apart (laughs) I cannot. <laughs> I can't deal. No, yeah. I was like, God, I fucking love this letter. It's so romantic. It gives me feels every time. <laughs> I. This has always been so interesting to me. Like, mm-hmm. this little interlude. I don't know. It's hard to describe. But, like, when I look back on, like, when I was super young listening to all of this and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I feel like I had to mature into this. Oh, like, yeah. 100%. Part of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like... You know, I, I don't think I had ever heard anything like this before mm-hmm. on anything else, you know. I, and a lot of the time when I was listening to it, I was just like, this is really interesting. But, like, I couldn't fully, like, grasp it mm-hmm. in my head. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's such, such an interesting part of this album that, like, is so mature and dark and somber. And it just, like, puts you in, in feelings that you know, you have to kind of, like, learn to be in. Like, you have to learn to sit in with, like, this darkness and... But also feel the, like, romance of it, too. Yeah, because it's a letter that Mark's grandpa wrote to his grandma during World War II. So, mm-hmm. like, it's like, oh, my God, all of that, like, longing, desire, yeah. destruction, fear. Uh-huh. He was feeling if he was, like, deployed and, you know, fighting a war, obviously. Yeah, yeah, it's just a lot to unpack. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think, I don't know why that vibe then goes really into Stockholm Syndrome, like Mm -hmm. how it then builds back up. And it's like really, not chaotic, but like kind of heavier because then I love, it just seems like it fits when Tom comes in and is like, this is the first thing I remember. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I I would say chaotic. I would use that word. Um, just because I think that, you know, of course, like, they have the same, like, title, but, like, they all are obviously paired songs together. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of see it as, like, Stockholm Syndrome, the interlude, is, like, obviously the, like, woman's part, like, point of view. Mm. Like, being at home, feeling the feelings of, like, being alone, away from your loved one, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And then Stockholm Syndrome is kind of, like, the male's, like, point of view mm. of, like, being stuck, like, yeah. in war and, like, almost like relating it like to Stockholm syndrome like the phenomenon yeah and like going a little bit crazy and like just increasing paranoia and all of that and just I don't know it's just like a kind of like a musical um representation of all that oh yeah especially with like Um, the lyrics to like I'm so lost I'm barely here like, I'm drowning yeah. in the next room, and I dread the moment when you finally come to kill me. Yeah. Dude, fucking... It's crazy. I love this song, though. It's, like, one of my favorites. Yeah. Because um, I also love the juxtaposition between Mark and Tom in the verses. And then Mark also gets his little time when... Um, within that, like, I'm sick with apprehension, like, bridge first, where I love that little kind of voice filter he yeah. has on his um, vocals there it makes him sound kind of like far away um, mm. I gosh I feel like they could have really done something with this it's okay <laughs> like because two... we got MCR's ghost of you video <laughs> that's 
true. <laughs> oh my gosh, true. But yeah, no, when I was listening to the interlude, um, too, I was like, this could be like literally a freaking movie. I know. Yeah. Next. Next down. One of my all time faves again. <sighs> I know, me too. Oh my gosh. This song, dude. I, I know. I think I it's like so romantic. Yeah, for sure. It's just like emotional loving a little desperate i know we like, love we know me i earnest. love desperate i love earnest <laughs> i love like you can be on your knees and be screaming and crying this song you know yes but yeah it's like all of that but it also just feels so like coy almost yeah i think like, the like um the after tom yeah after tom's like uh tears from eyes worn cold oh, and yeah. sad like yeah mark mark balances yeah. that out with the just the down like subtle yeah. down 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 yeah it's really a roller coaster which is why i love it i'm like i feel all the feels yeah yeah and i think and i think it goes along too with the verses those are like kind of like softer and like a little mm-hmm. bit like more chill i guess i love the line i'll try to kiss you if you let me i think just like that like just that lyric mm. um really paints a picture of like young love yeah and not knowing like i don't know not knowing like what your next move is or like just kind of trying to figure it out while like all at the same time into the fall and interlude dude yeah it's stinky as hell honestly (laughs) Um, and uh i read that like they brought in someone named sick jackin he was like in a hip-hop group called psycho realm and he produced this song Mm -hmm. and i think that's interesting because it was giving me a little bit like like lp like reanimation vibes you know i can hear that I do like the lyrics too at the end where it's like down, 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 uh, pick me up, I'm falling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like it kind of connects. And it is right in the middle. It is truly an interlude. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, oh, yeah, a good middle like half break and then it p- go picks up again. Go is like the most classic blink mm. pop punk song on this album. Mm, that's for true. Sure. And I think that's to say with the instrumentals and like the subject matter of the song Mm, mm -hmm. you know you'll like i feel like blink is really good at always having a song that people can relate to very specifically and yeah this is that song honestly i think it was underrated by my past self but Mm. i like it now definitely can vibe into asthenia which used real nasa transmissions from the apollo 9 space flight in the beginning that whole little like you know what you can hear there tom was already trying to get to space i was just about to say oh my god because (laughs) this is kind of like a concepty song or whatever but it centers on like Mm -hmm. a fictional astronaut stranded in space floating in the apollo Mm -hmm. capsule and contemplating whether or not to return to his home planet very angels like you can hear it like you know the adventure (laughs) it's like (laughs) on the horizon (laughs) oh my gosh we love the adventure (laughs) yeah and i also saw that like asthenia is the term for the breakdown of life in space oh um, oh my god this is true angel and airwaves beginnings in here <laughs> i know um no yeah i love it i think that concept is just so interesting i don't know only tom's brain <laughs> would, would be able to like write from that point of view you know what i'm saying mm-hmm the just like the feeling of like losing hope and like feeling lost and like all that kind of stuff but it also again like just finds a way to be subtly romantic because i really love i've always loved the line in the chorus where he says i hope i won't forget you it's just like simple lines like that that are just like i think blink is just so good at like having super honest one-liners that's really true one of them and it just kind of like pings you in the heart because you're like oh like that's actually what I was feeling you know like you don't know what you're feeling until somebody says it and then like Tom says it and you're like oh yeah like ow yeah yeah (laughs) I think that's what makes a lot of the songs that still hit me today just like still resonate 
like the I'll try to kiss you if you let me that like you know you're already the voice inside my head that's my still head. true <laughs> yeah no yeah for sure yeah I think that's like those little lines just like are the ones that like give me that like flutter still mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah into always which always <laughs> gives me flutters I can't even I can't even talk about it it's <laughs> one of my favorite favorite best songs of all time me too honestly I really love this song yeah it's like definitely um, the one off of this CD that besides like I think feeling this but always I'll come back to or if I'm just like randomly it will randomly get stuck in my head I'm like I have to listen to this song now yeah we love classic Tom voice you know oh my god truly it really shines in this song you know before before that's everything Um. (laughs) (laughs) but you know what like the way he sings though I think truly like with this with feeling this with I miss you and Mm. with down I think that's really like the emotional like what brings Mm -hmm. up the emotions you know and I think Mark is always a good balance to him or like Mark can do Mm -hmm. that but it's not like what he does often He'll mm-hmm, always kind mm-hmm. of like be more like subtle down here. Like I'm even thinking mm-hmm. too, and like plus forty four is different because he had most of the vocals in that. But like even in simple creatures, like Alex is a really emotional singer. So Alex does do a lot of like the more emotional singing, and Mark will kind of like also balance it out. Right. No, yeah, I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about that actually when I was listening to Here's Your Letter, because Here's Your Letter is all Mark. And, like, there is a good balance between the whole album between each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting to notice when a song is just Mark, yeah, particularly, for actually. Sure, for sure. Um, because he is a little more, I don't know, for me, I guess his voice sounds a little more, like, just straightforward to the point. Yeah this is what it is Mm -hmm. and then like you said like tom is just like so emotional and like can get whiny Mm -hmm. and you know portray that emo kidness yeah (laughs) that we all need oh my god truly because this too like the chorus of it uh let me hold you kiss you fail you always like it's like when he sings it it's very like beggy like mm. let me let me like I want to like the desperation of it all. I mean, no, I love desperation. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always love. I'll take you back if you'd have me. <sighs> Crying, but yeah, it's just like that little like um, again coy almost. So honest and in in all these lines like and I'll miss your laugh, your smile. I'll admit I'm wrong if you tell me. Um, are just so honest of being like, yes, this person literally has my heart and like, I'll do anything for them, you know? Yeah. Even if it's like, we're not okay all the time. Like, it's like, well, I'll, I'll be there if you'll have me, you know? I also love Travis's, um, like the drum beat in this too. Oh my gosh. I no, yeah. I live for like the fucking, um, just the drumstick taps, like in the beginning. Yeah. 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 Um, But I also, like, love this music video, too. It's one of the only ones off of this album, slash I think ever, that really does, like, bring that romantic um, kind of feel Mm. to it. Because, like, they're Mm -hmm. all, like, kind of chasing after this girl or whatever. And I love the three, like, split screen and how it's, like, all so different. Um, But then I remember the making of this video and how, like, Travis Barker Mm -hmm. had that show with his wife long time ago. His ex-wife. Yeah. And I remember that she got really jealous because he's the one that like kisses the girl in the music video or whatever. I remember her like getting really mad like during the show because like part of the show was like them filming this video. And I remember him being like, it's not that big of a deal. She was like an actress or whatever. She was like, but I saw you yeah. like um, kiss her with tongue or whatever. And I was like, that's that always makes me think of this uh, of that episode when I watch <laughs> this video, too. I'm like, man. <laughs> but yeah, no, I Oh, gosh, I love this out or this video too. It's oh, it was always so interesting to me, and like it's just um, it's just so interesting to watch. No good one. I could live in that song forever. <laughs> Same. I always like low key because like you know not to get emo emo, but like when uh, when you were saying earlier that like listening to Blink like I miss you was like a really big part of like 
uh, older you kind of like knowing those feels and like Blink is a mm-hmm. big part of your relationship because like you know mm-hmm. Matthew's favorite band is Blink he has the whole thing like <laughs> tattooed on him and whatever like this song I'm like oh my god this like this song I always thought like way before like when I was 15 I was like okay when I want to get married I'm gonna play this song and hopefully the person I marry like also loves Blink-182 or whatever I don't know mm-hmm. but then I'm like oh my god but like thinking about you guys I was like oh my god if you all ever get married at some point that would be so cute mm-hmm. as like a first dance song <laughs> oh my god and I'm like opening up the pit to this song I will be crying like just like tears down <laughs> my face I, I, our blink themed wedding <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just like also all the colors of this album <laughs> that's funny yeah we'll follow up in like a few years see if that happened yeah <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> anyways, into Easy Target, another one of my favorite songs, honestly. Um, but speaking of Jerry Finn, too, they said that this and all of this was based off a story um, from his middle school years where he like had a crush on a classmate named Holly. Holly's looking dry, looking for an Easy Target, who, in- who invited him over yeah. only to have his friend, um, only to have her friend drench him with a hose and so he got like really embarrassed and had to ride on ride home on his bicycle and I was like oh my god like knowing that and like this next song is like funny but like it's easy target yeah no yeah I I I heard about that too I like how dark this song is now knowing like knowing that Mm -hmm, story too mm -hmm. these have like such good one-liners I love the line in the chorus of Southern California's breeding mommy's little monster oh yeah um I love like the cadence of that yeah, and that's like such like a um, just snarky, you know, without being like too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I also like the line, um, "She's the flower that you lay on my casket." That's just like a very interesting image mm. to me. Mm-hmm. And then like just the guitar riffs, and they kind of like slur together. Mm-hmm. And this isn't the first time they've had like kind of guitar riffs like that. I feel like in Go, they also have like little like mm. sliding guitar Where, riffs. Like, um, like there's not a lot of definition yeah 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 yeah, because that sliding also comes into all of this which is like a little bit even Mm -hmm. bit more run like running into that yeah it's a really good like transition it like just continues the story Mm -hmm. into like this really the most haunting goth tone because like robert smith of the cure is on this song so like king of goth (laughs) yeah coming on um and i was also like oh like mark office's forefather because like i think they sing similarly like they have similar like vibe but yeah no it is also like an interesting song i also think too i had to like mature into this because like when i was younger it wasn't like Definitely. all like oh my god the legendariness of like robert smith and like you know obviously <laughs> yeah. just like forefathers of even like blink and all that so Mm-hmm. Of just being like, oh my god, totally. that's real cool that like there he's on this and also contributes totally. to their like uh, experimental sound. Also, because mm-hmm. Blink mm-hmm. never has people feature on their song, mm. which I just realized yeah. when like Mark and Travis now like features on everyone's song. Everyone wants a Mark <laughs> Hop feat Mark Hoppus, you know, in like the pop punk yeah. scene and like now totally. the new emo kids are like having Travis Barker drum for them and stuff yes so crazy no yeah i agree with you that i had to like definitely mature into this song so good though Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh such a good song like literally like one of the most iconic collabs ever too Mm -hmm. like on the earth Mm -hmm. yeah and i I had read rumors Mm. that this was supposed to be a single the video was like rumored to be like directed by m night Shyamalan. And I was like, ooh, spooks. Okay, goth kings. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, oh, wow, what a missed opportunity. <laughs> I know, oh my god, um, dude, that would have been crazy. That would have been everything, honestly. <laughs> like this song, and then the Stockholm Syndrome interludes in the song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, it, like that, these ones just really go together really well. Again, just like continues the story, and it's an interesting discourse on like being wronged by somebody mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. being wronged by like somebody that like you really liked or yeah. like really had an interest in also not wanting to like move on from that because you've almost like glorified that person mm. and so like kind of confused of like well like the shitty thing happened but like but no I still want to like them because like you know they're my crush or whatever yeah. you know be depressing be sad 
Um, v, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, V, like every emo kid ever. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right, you're right. And to here is your letter. Honestly, again, because I think the next one is I'm Lost Without You, which oof, um, <laughs> uh, gets a little lost for me, but another one I had to mature into, and I really do love it. Like, I think it's a great song. It's also very simple. Like, this is another one yeah. where the chorus is only, like, two two lines. Yeah, this almost could be, like, a like the third installment of the past two songs. I don't really know if it's meant for that, but I feel like it could be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because it's a, it's a um, like, a finally, like, I'm done with this mm-hmm. song. Yeah, again, I love the change-up of, like, just having Mark on here. And I think it probably works be- best that way, because, again, he's very straightforward, very, like, this is it, this is what I'm saying. And that's how the, the vibe of the, of the song is. Mm-hmm. Like, this is it. This is your your letter, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yep, a nice, good, into, last, fast song before we uh, we get into the final, final. Yeah, into the best song ever created. <laughs> uh, every time it comes on, my heart literally just, like, drops. Dude, literally, I was, like, sobbing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, like, legit tears. Yeah, I was crying. I was just sitting here like, crying. Um, but, oh, uh, gosh, I can't. I think they're, like, I don't know. I, I feel like I haven't heard, I haven't listened to this song in a long time. Oh, my think. God, same. It's just, like, you know, a time in life. And, like, just so much life has happened and stuff, mm. I think, in between of me hearing this song for a really long time Mm. just now knowing or not knowing but like having the experience of grief for a very long time now and all the fucking intricacies and different things that can come up with all of that it's interesting to listen to this song and have it be just one of the most perfect representations of grief Mm. in a song ever Mm -hmm. and have it just relate to every single part of grief of whoever it is that is lost yeah like this is a perfect song for that yeah the verses are just so like perfect in the way that things are said Mm. Um, i really love the second verse in particular yeah where it says i'll leave my room open till sunrise for you Mm -hmm. i'll keep my eyes patiently focused on you where are you now I can hear footsteps. I'm dreaming. And if you will keep me from waking to believe this, mm. I'm just like, ah. ew, I'm going to cry. <laughs> Our second pod where one of us has cried. <laughs> I know. Um, but it's just like a, a an interesting image to me, too, of just like mm. longing. I think like there's a lot of feelings of like emptiness in like sunrise or like just in those times of the day it's those quiet moments of the day where you can either feel you can like feel really lonely yeah and so then i think that that grief and loneliness is just like super highlighted and like Mm. super amplified in those in those times yeah that verse just makes me really sad (laughs) um no yeah like even as you're thinking about that or as you said that like just like reflecting on like how this song has hit different a lot of different moments in my life like you know as we're mm-hmm. however fuck old I was like 13 or whatever um to this <laughs> probably even younger I don't even know um to this album I was like okay like this is like one of those like crush things like oh my god I'm lost without you like you not really even know yeah. like you're like again like kind of this like we had to mature into the feeling Whereas, right, like, okay, right. yeah, no, this is, like, a definitely a grief song. I, like, love that song. That's like, or that line is, like, please let me know my one bad day will end. Yeah. Because, um, like, this, also thinking about, about, back about the CD of, like, you know, like, with Armor, like, with My Chem. Like, the, there are just albums that I always kind of keep on constant album rotation. And this it is one of them or had been one of them for so long. But because, mm-hmm. like, this also, too, is, like, one of our, like, kind of family albums, a road mm-hmm. trip album, and, like, it had to take a little bit mm-hmm. of a break for me. But I remember yeah, this being, like, one of my grief songs because it is just so simple. It's just, like, are you afraid of being mm-hmm. alone? Because, like, I am, and, like, I feel mm-hmm. lost without mm-hmm. you, especially in, like, the beginnings of the grief or whatever. And it's just, like, that good, like, 
desperation mm-hmm. and just kind of like you know no matter how far in my grief journey I get I still feel like the anxiety of like losing people and it could just yeah. like come out of nowhere and I think that's kind of too like what this is like are you afraid of being alone because like I am like mm-hmm. that's like the anxiety of it all um and mm-hmm. how you do feel lost like when a mm-hmm. loss happens um and then I just wrote I was like oh, I was like oh, I just ripped my heart out I'm always the like <laughs> cry the, like with that one emoji that goes like eh. <laughs> I'm always that emoji yeah. to this song <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. But I think, too, like, like I was like, no, I lied. This is the most romantic song. But, like, romantic in a sense of just, like, um, the love lasts even after someone's mm-hmm. gone. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Going off of that, like, I think the line, too, that goes, I will go down as your lover, your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the like the phrasing of I will go down as mm-hmm. is, like, yeah, I, like, people will know me now as your lover oh, your friend oh yeah you know, that like legacy post grief you're yeah, still that like person like you're still in connection with that person because mm-hmm, of the mm-hmm. relationship yeah wow okay blink Ew, really had I... to do that to us <laughs> but it's fine <laughs> yeah whatever um, <laughs> and um just something else about the song like the end thing like basically like almost the last half of it mm-hmm. um like just all of the instrumentals of it mm-hmm. like all the layering all the like um just warpedness of the instrumentals too mm-hmm. i think um it's, but in, in the beginning there's like an ambiance of things mm-hmm. like instrumentals like looping all that kind of stuff it's all warped and it's like a warped reality almost and i think that that really contributes too to grief because mm-hmm. like you know, grief just, gosh, warps <laughs> your reality, brings you to a different world, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah. And I think with the last instrumental parts, like I was reading some stuff too, and it seemed, it seems like it was something that they were really proud of that they did mm-hmm. of like just this big booming, um, instrumental play out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was something that they wanted to do for a long time and finally got the chance to. Totally. Um, and, and two with um, Travis, he, they had two drum sets playing off of each other. Mm. So I think he like recorded one part and then they recorded a different part and then oh. put, put them together. Um, and it's just like such an epic way to end it. Yeah. Um, because I, I did see too that he was like, I like, I, uh, recorded one part and then recorded the next part and like I recorded un- or like I just played until like I couldn't play anymore and it is like you know it's just such like a good release because all the energy just like builds yeah, up yeah yeah um, it's it's one of those things where we've talked about too in the past where like it just feels like you're just getting everything out of out of your system mm. um, and then it does have a sharp ending too which like feels like you know a final just like release mm-hmm. and just like breath you know mm-hmm. yeah just like the most perfect song of all time yeah <laughs> anyways as we know I mean I'm sure you could probably even predict what we're gonna do or how we're gonna rate these but we rate our albums on our yeah. scale of timeless to nostalgic so well, what are you gonna put it <laughs> what's your rating? Um, no surprise. <laughs> You're like obviously nostalgic. Just kidding. <laughs> obviously, it's nostalgic. <laughs> um, no, honestly, I don't even have words. I just, I just, it's timeless. With everything that was just said in the past <laughs> hour, I don't know how else to describe it. Honestly, <laughs> um, the memories that come up for me are like near and dear to my heart mm-hmm. and just like really make me look back on my younger self of like oh like you're so innocent oh my god truly <laughs> and like you know you're gonna grow up and this is still gonna be like a part of your life you know and yeah um you're gonna grow up into it and it's just gonna like be very gosh transformational transformational in your life mm-hmm. and like 
yeah so yeah it's nice to like look back on myself in that way oh instead God, of like cringe instead of yeah instead of like looking back at myself and being like oh shit like ooh. yeah no that's <laughs> true we've had some albums where we're like oh <laughs> yeah um so yeah it's nice to like feel feel that for my younger self and also just like everything about it is just fucking timeless and it's gonna go down in history as like one of the best things in pop punk mm-hmm. and in Blink's history, of course, too. Mm. I mean, obviously, me too. Timeless. Because <laughs> literally, I started my like little note of like, okay, obviously, timeless. <laughs> but like I obviously. said in the beginning, I was like, this is a long album. It's 14 songs. I was like, but it's mm. so tight that it doesn't feel long. Like, there are albums that are mm. going to be like 14 songs, but it feels like a thousand. But this is, Mm -hmm. like, not one. It runs so well together, literally every song. I think they change it up enough so that you get, you stay in it. Like, it Mm -hmm. keeps you engaged. You don't really get tired of it. Like, I just had it on. Like, I was cleaning the other day, and I just had it on. I was like, oh, every song is a vibe. Um, And it just hits different emotions, different, like, memories. And, like, yeah, it's, like, it's, I'm glad it is one now, like, having taken a look back that, like, you can continue to grow with it. Uh, mm-hmm. is definitely I listen to it differently now than I did 15 years ago than I will probably 15 mm-hmm. years in the future like I was like this is definitely an album to pass down like a family heirloom mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like because I definitely. think it is like one for us um, and I'm sure well I look forward to like you know listening to it and continuing to have it grow in different ways um, I think, you know, with the shock of Mark's announcement, it's also made me think a lot about, like, uh, mortality and Mm. um, Mm -hmm. how just how it really brought back the meaning of Blink-182 for me. Um, Yeah. You know, I think, you know, we started this whole pod because we love these bands and love these albums, but... Um, sometimes I think I get lost and like you can take them for granted that they'll always be here because their mm-hmm. albums will always be here. But just mm-hmm, as we've mm-hmm. learned with like um, Chester and you know just hearing about Mark's um, diagnosis, just is like damn. But you know our people won't always be here. But kind of like mm-hmm. in I'm lost mm-hmm. without you, it's like grief also teaches us that too. Teaches us to. Mm-hmm really seize the moment and appreciate stuff and so i'm glad i get to mm-hmm. appreciate this album and appreciate it in the future yeah totally yeah <sighs> again ugh, our whole hearts <laughs> are with mark and of course his family and like yeah. you know <clears throat> the doctors helping him out and mm-hmm. but yeah let us know what you think let us know <clears throat> your memes of blink 92 yeah. i'm sure they're fucking great and fun yeah (laughs) yeah hilarious and sad and loving and all the things but yeah let us know we're at nostalgia nights n-i-t-e-s for the nights um basically everywhere Mm -hmm. follow us on tiktok oh yeah britney's (laughs) rebranding the tiktok now give it a like give it a follow (laughs) i just lurk so don't expect anything from me (laughs) yeah but yeah tiktok uh instagram twitter all the things I think that's it. That's it. <laughs> I guess. Okay, cool. Well, we'll be back in a couple weeks yes. um, with other things. Yeah. More exciting summer fun things. Yeah, fun little playlist um, for you. But yeah, thanks for coming on this ride with us. Truly, it truly. Was it was. It was a wavy ride. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thanks, friends. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.